Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Pro Beautiful podcast. As we reflect a little bit on the three-week fast that we just finished called The Feast, it has been so beautiful to me to get different feedback, different comments. One of my friends wrote and said that she had been so excited going into it this year, but then about halfway through, she became sick with COVID and it's been just a miserable couple of weeks for her. And she said, I tried to use this as an involuntary fast, sort of like Corey Ten Boom, but my attitude was not the best. And I was pretty discouraged because not only was I not able to do double the amount of Bible reading, I wasn't even able to do the normal amount because I just felt so unwell. And then the question, can I actually even hear God's voice? I don't know. And I'm sad about how my attitude was just not the best. And so (laughs) I wanted to just address this because it's such a beautiful question. So Lord, I thank you for how much grace you have for each of us in our confusion and in our questioning. So we give you praise, Jesus. Okay, so just practically, I remember hearing from a friend who I think maybe one of her parents had been um, an alcoholic, and so she had gone through Al-Anon, and she said, you know, one of the things that they teach is just the practical skill of saying, never make any decision when you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or stressed. And that's the, um, they call it the HALTS method, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, stressed. And I, I thought that was so practical <laughs> because none of us are at our best when we're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or stressed. And so to just say like, this is just not going to be your best moment and it's okay. That's pretty much how I feel about uh, being sick as well. Because sickness, so much of your energy is focused on rebuilding your body. And especially with COVID, where you have the COVID brain fog. And even if you did have the time to be engaged in the scriptures because you're lying in bed and there's not a whole lot else you can do, mentally, there's just not a whole lot of processing happening. And that's not a problem. It's a temporary state. It's It just is what it is. That's part of being sick. It's kind of like being morning sick when you're pregnant. It's not going to last forever, but it sure feels interminable while it's happening. And so from a spiritual standpoint, (laughs) I suspect if Corey Ten Boom was here, and I think you get hints of this reading through her book, there is that sense that as godly and beautiful and amazing as she was, she did not meet every triumph or trial with complete victory. I think she definitely makes it sound like Betsy always did. And so we can all love Betsy and honor her and view her as sort of like the, wouldn't that be nice if we could be like her? But I think the reality is it's very, very hard when you don't feel good physically to be able to um, take much ground. You know, I think there's some saying that goes something like, If you have many problems, be thankful because if you are unhealthy, you have only one or something along those lines. Because it really does, if you're physically unwell, it becomes so all-consuming because it's like, oh, that pain is just always there. So first of all, I just want to say 
the Lord understands that. I think (laughs) Jesus was a man, I suspect he was also sick at times and recognizes the inherent weakness that comes just from being in a body of clay. So I suspect that spiritually what was also going on, because I think a lot of people got sick with COVID during the three-week feast, a lot. Um, There is a level of saying, we actually don't rely on our own strength at all. And I will say, this is not my favorite lesson, definitely. Um, <laughs> any word like surrender, it, it just is not my favorite. Um, I don't dislike submission as much as some, perhaps, but it still is not like, oh, sign me up for the submissive club. So I think these words where we're just learning about dependence. Oh, that's another one that is not my favorite. The reality is though, this actually is our natural state that we are dependent on God and that he does not rely on us for our goodness. Even our goodness of spending twice as much time with him in the scriptures or Bible reading <laughs> that he it, it goes before us and he he created us. That's just who he is. And he's the one who, who blesses us. And so I think there's an aspect where that actually probably is part of your takeaway from this feast is to say, okay, like the Lord loves me even when I responded imperfectly. The Lord loves me even when the very small little, um, gift or offering that I was giving him of my time or my energy when I wasn't able to even do that to the extent that I wanted. You know, the reality is for me, I have been spending an hour with the Lord um, every day. And then in the middle of the feast, I had an out of town trip and it just was not practical for me to take that hour. And, you know, I look back in retrospect and I wonder, okay, could I have rearranged my schedule a little bit more? But in talking to the Lord about it, there's also part like, but the Lord was always with me. The Lord was still present, even though I was not rearranging my life in such a way that I maybe would have wanted. And and that's okay. It's like, he's never reliant on my goodness. So I will also say, <laughs> oh, the awkwardness. I feel like sometimes when we have these life lessons that are just slightly more unpleasant, the Lord sometimes gives us multiple opportunities to try to get it right or like to have a better response or a different response. And at some point, I think we kind of figure it out and maybe have the right response. And maybe we still have the same challenges. I don't know. But it definitely seems in my own life like, oh, there are things that I had to wrestle through repeatedly until it was like, oh, that's what you're trying to communicate with me. Oh, fine. Okay. So I'm not going to say that this is going to happen again because I have no way of knowing that. But I think it really is fair to say it's possible that he'll give you additional opportunities to rest in the fact that you are not the one who's holding him, but he's the one who's holding you. And so if that happens, and again, it's like, oh, okay. I was talking to my spiritual director at one point about how much I really dislike the word surrender. And she was like, well, maybe you could just use the word 
lean. And there's a really sweet, sweet scene in one of my favorite movies, uh, While You Were Sleeping, in which uh, the Sandra Bullock character um, is informed about leaning and what that means. But uh, there's also, you know, when you think about it in the scriptures, in the Song of Songs, there's the beautiful passage about the beloved is coming up leaning on her lover. There's other, just other passages about how we lean on the Lord. And to me, I really like that picture. I feel like that is so comforting. And so Lord Jesus, for any of us who maybe feel like, wow, these last three weeks or month did not go at all the way we wanted it to, I ask that you would be pouring out your grace, that you would be pouring out your comfort. Lord, for any who are physically still not well, there's a lot of us, Lord. I pray that you would be pouring out your healing. And you say that our healing will swiftly appear. And so from the place of the fast, I ask that that would be true. Lord, I thank you that you go before and that you love us in all of our humanity. (laughs) And you loved us enough to die for us in all of our humanity. So we give you praise, Jesus. Amen.